Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cluck of All Trades podcast. My name is John Cluck, your host, and welcome to the first episode. Um, today, we have a good friend of mine, Kyle Monahan, joining us, and we're going to go into a little bit of what we think everyone needs to know a little bit more about. Um, there's a, a famous quote, and see how I fucked up already. There is a famous quote that goes, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. And what I learned growing up, um, growing up, I thought my parents and other adults knew everything, raising a family, house repairs, car problems, insurance, health, fitness, landscape, home repairs, banking, taxes, and still have time for your hobbies, whether it be collections, whether it be building cars, whether it be woodworking. Um, now that I'm an adult, I understand that is not correct. My parents did do a hell of a job, and I strive to be as good, if not better than them. But we all need help to be better. And that's why I am meeting with experts from various fields. And the setting is an airport bar before we go on vacation. As we wait for our next flight, we're going to learn about them, their passions, their careers, and some misconceptions they may have, and what it is the bare minimum we need to know to become a jack of all trades. So, Kyle, welcome to the show. Uh, you're the first guest. So, this Thanks should be a fun one. one. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So a little bit about Kyle. Um, I've known Kyle for often on roughly 10 years. Um, Kyle and I did go to King's College together, although we, we weren't in the same circle. He was in school there and I transferred in a little bit later. Um, but Kyle right now, he is in real estate. He is an entrepreneur. He was also a level one CrossFit certified instructor. And now he is doing some personal training. So Kyle is the jack of all trades. And, and that's why he is here today. Um, Kyle, welcome. Thanks for having me, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So a, a little bit of backstory on how I, I do know Kyle, um, you know, both being in, into fitness and you'll hear more about that later. Um, uh, you know, Got to be 10, 15 years ago now, I was coaching a uh, 10 and 11 year old football team in, in Cunningham, Pennsylvania. And during practice, you know, we have 25, 30 kids running around. I see a random car in the parking lot. Guy opens the back up, brings out these wooden boxes, brings out these dumbbells, brings out these weights, and just starts jumping around uh, like an idiot in the parking lot. And I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? Come to find out, he was actually a parent of one of the uh, football players on the team that I was coaching. And he reached out and told me what CrossFit was. And I thought it was ridiculous. Um, a few years later, I found out that he was tied into uh, NEPA CrossFit in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and he was good friends with Kyle, who was one of the coaches there at the time. And that's kind of how I got to really meet Kyle um, and, and and find out more of, of what he does. And just since then, we became good friends, you know, hang on to birthdays, hang on to random weekends, and would travel and would be seen at airport bars if we had more time. <laughs> Absolutely. If we did more vacations. Yes. Yes. So like I said earlier, Kyle is doing a lot right now. He is in real estate. He um, is a CrossFit L1. Was or still is an L1 CrossFit? Was. Was. Okay. Was. I actually, um, I uh, I had a um, certification that I was going to get re-upped and a um, good friend of mine, I thought who would make a good coach. Um, I actually let him take my my credit because I had a credit because of COVID and stuff like that. They weren't having in-person certifications, so I had a credit. And um, so I, uh, you know, since I'm kind of moving on um, out of the CrossFit thing, I let him take it. I think he'll be a great coach. But um, 
yeah. So not really doing, um, not really doing CrossFit classes since uh, 2019. Miss it a lot, but still do some privates here and there, um, just because I, I really still enjoy training people. That's great. And so as you see, Kyle's also one of the most generous people you'll ever meet, um, because there is usually a fee associated with that. So, so uh, that's one thing. Kyle is always there to help out any way you could. Um, Kyle, I do, I do know you are into some real estate too, but I want to get into the fitness uh, CrossFit level one kind of private session training you are doing because there is a lot and, you know, talking about COVID as well. So th there is, whether it's been a focus or lack of focus on, on fitness and health in, in America and really worldwide the last couple of years. Um, Give a little background, and, and and some of the listeners will have, but of what CrossFit is, and 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 maybe even some misconceptions people have of it, or, or if they're afraid of it, or or shun it off, or or anything like that. Sure. So, um, I mean, it, to explain CrossFit in a really small nutshell, um, it is taking a whole bunch of things fitness based. Um, so think of um, Olympic lifting, power lifting running, rowing, biking, strongman, calisthenics, and jamming them into a bunch of different workouts with a bunch of different variations, um, you know, trying to do it with uh, good form um, as quickly as possible. Um, or, you know, if you're doing a weightlifting workout, you're trying to lift heavier weights than you did last time. So you're trying to do a, uh, you know, a progression as you get better and better with CrossFit, either doing higher level skills, doing the workouts faster than you did before, um, doing heavier weights. So, you know, there's a value put on, um, you know, doing better than you did before. Um, I think some of the biggest misconceptions with CrossFit. So the thing with CrossFit is it, it is the same training methodology across the board. So, you know, if you go to a CrossFit, um, you know, in PA, and then you go to a CrossFit in New York, CrossFit in Florida, it's the same training methodology, but the trainers and the gyms can be drastically different. Um, I started CrossFit in 2009. I've been to a lot of different CrossFit gyms. I've been to some great ones. I've been to some horrible ones. Um, the quality of the coaches, the quality of the programming, all of that goes into how well um, your experience at CrossFit can be. So anytime, you know, I have somebody that would leave our gym if they were moving and they would ask me for, um, you know, suggestions on CrossFit gym, which one to go to, I'd say, you know, Google the, you know, five closest ones to you, go try them all out. You know, most CrossFits will give you a free week or whatever it is to try it out, a free session. And um, you can figure out pretty quickly what is a, a quality CrossFit gym. Um, you know, CrossFit got a lot of um, bad, you know, bad press starting out because, um, you know, number one, it was the new kid on the block. So no matter what it is, it's going to take a lot of flack from, you know, the older quote unquote sports like powerlifting, Olympic weightlifting. Um, but it also did, you know, a lot of that was um, well-founded criticism because, um, you know, a lot of coaches just didn't know what they were doing and they either, you know, didn't show an effort on wanting to coach movements properly um, or they just kind of, you know, didn't, you know, didn't try to get better, didn't go to more certifications, didn't show a lot of interest in, you know, fixing uh, movement with athletes. Um, but I, I, I'm a true believer in CrossFit is really for everybody. Um, I've done, I've coached CrossFitters from five years old to 75 years old. I have coached 
um, people in wheelchairs. I've coached people with prosthetic legs. Um, you, you name it, I've probably coached them over the years. And really the only thing that separates somebody who thinks they can do it from somebody who thinks they can is their mindset. Um, I think of my, my one, uh, my one girl, Tammy, that I used to coach, uh, prosthetic leg. And uh, you remember Tammy, John? I do. Yep. Mm -hmm. Tammy, it didn't even come into Tammy's head that Tammy couldn't do this stuff. Like she never thought like, Oh, maybe I can, maybe I can just like, I'm doing this. And uh, I, that's really what separates most people. I mean, I've had some friends who were elite level athletes in high school and college that uh, just didn't want to do CrossFit either because they were nervous, they didn't think they could take the ego hit, whatever it is. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm a big believer in really anybody can do it. That's great. And, and I think too, one of the misconceptions is to what you see with CrossFit on TV, um, whether it be the Instagram fails and things like that, that's a whole other story, which 90% of the time, it's not even a CrossFit class where they show those. But um, you, you see it for a while, it was on maybe ESPN two and, and it's the CrossFit games. And you're talking about the, the top of the one, maybe even 0.1% of the athletes. So what you see on TV and what you experience in a class are, are, are totally different things. You know, you see those people ring muscle ups, 300 pound overhead squats. You know, you go to a, a CrossFit class, you're seeing ring rows and, you know, instead of 30 inch box jumps, you're seeing 12 inch step ups where it is truly inclusive um, for, for anyone. And, um, you know, another thing you said, and, and it's very important is, just because it is an affiliate gym, it, it is different in, in every single one. And one thing, I don't know, you might even know a little more, um, the, the total amount of certifications. So for the first certification, and and I, I was a level one cert, geez, this is going back eight years ago maybe, and since it's expired as well. Um, it was a weekend class. Um, I'm assuming that's still the same. It is still a, a weekend class to get your level one. Correct. Um, and then there's others, there's, you know, a kettlebell certification, rowing certification, Olympic lifting certifications. Um, so research the, the, the gym you want to go to. Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, too, in, in the beginning, I think a lot of people thought it was going to phase out like a, a Zumba or, 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 you know, those other classes or a, a P90X or, or something. But now, I mean, God, it's got to be going, what, 15 years now, maybe even more? Yeah, and, and honestly, it just keeps getting bigger. I mean, mm. when when we first started, you know, CrossFit, you told somebody you were doing CrossFit, they didn't even know what it meant, you know. Mm. And then we've gone to, you know, being sponsored by Reebok and huge stadiums being rented out for the CrossFit Games. Um, so it's it's you know it it only seems to be getting bigger each year. Um, and, and to go back to what you were saying, as far as you know, the certifications, you know, that's it, it's. It's something to definitely look at when you're looking at a gym to go to. You know, most gyms will list their coaches and their, their different certifications. Um, you know, I have to give credit to Brennan, the owner of NEPA CrossFit. I mean, from the very beginning, um, he was huge on getting his coaches as many certifications um, as possible. So, I mean, between um, me, him, Coach Mike Hurley, um, you know, every we covered probably every certification that CrossFit had, plus other certifications, USA weightlifting, um, you know, a bunch of different certifications. So, yeah, I mean, and, and again, that goes back to the, uh, the criticism of CrossFit sometimes is, you know, some, 
some coaches go from knowing nothing about fitness to doing a weekend certification. And then by Monday, they're coaching athletes, you know? Um, so that can be a little sketchy sometimes. So it's, it's really important um, that, you know, you go, you know, kind of above and beyond if you're really going to be, you know, coaching people through technical, you know, movements to make sure that you're going and learning how to coach an Olympic lift, learning how to coach a power lift, learning how to coach a gymnastics movement. Um, and like I said, that, you know, that's one thing to definitely keep an eye on if you're, if you're, you know, thinking about doing CrossFit and you're figuring out which gym you want to go to. That's, and I couldn't agree more there. And another thing too, um, you know, I don't want to say pick the gym based on, on the certificate, the certifications of the coaches. Um, but, but one thing, and you would agree with this, and, and I think anybody at any PA, um, it's not even once you're there and, and, you know, once you go through that kind of on-ramping time where you have no idea what the hell's going on. I remember my first workout, um, it was, I, I think it was, is Karen, Karen, 150 wall balls. Yep. So I go into the class and, um, I'm 20 years old. I was a high school football player, you know, could bench a house, could squat, you know, a, a tractor trailer, you know, however you want to say it. And this guy's like, Oh, we're going to do 50 wall balls. So just squat and throw this 20 pound ball to the wall 50 times. So maybe, all right, well, what are we doing after that? Well, <laughs> the class 10, minutes, 10 minutes later, I'm, I'm puking in a trash can right next to him. Um, <laughs> But th there is that that you know six month maybe even a little longer until you get the terminology down and, and the structure down. But but one reason I stayed um, and like I said now it's going 10, 12 years since I've been somehow with with NEPA CrossFit you know originally down Matt's gym and then now living here going full time is the family and the camaraderie that it builds. Um, and, and you see that with with CrossFit gyms all over at the competitions. You know, if, you know, CrossFit Drums has two teams and they're going to bring 15 people to watch them. Um, but but I want to step back on that. Not so much just to say CrossFit has it in general. Um, my take on fitness, and, and you could agree if you want, is something where you have that family, whether it be a CrossFit, whether it be an Orange Theory, whether it be a cycle yard or, or cycle bar or, you know, whatever they call that now. Um, somewhere where you could go and it almost be like an escape from reality. And I, I could speak of that being CrossFit itself. You know, that's why I speak so highly of it. But at the same time, if you have an Olympic lifting club or you have a powerlifting club and you, and you have that same family there, as long as you're getting that fitness aspect, I think that's what's most important. 100%. I mean, that's, that's, the reason why I still go to NEPA, um, I, you know, I, I live probably 25 minutes away and I, I can't even brag about driving that far to go to the gym because I know people that have, that were driving an hour one way to come to our gym. Um, and you know, it, it's because of that community. Um, I passed probably three or four gyms on my way to NEPA, but it's, you know, the community for me, especially at this point in my life is, is mo way more important than, the equipment or the gym itself or anything else. Um, you know, as you get older, I think, I think that community, it means a lot more, not only because of the people that you kind of came up with in the gym. Um, but also because when you're younger, you know, you got school, you got sports, you got all this stuff where you have that community built in and you're just used to it. When you get older, I mean, I'm 36 now, you know, I don't have school, I don't have sports, I work from home, so I don't even have a job where I interact with other people. 
um, on a daily basis. So that gym is, is my social, you know, my, my, my social, um, interaction every day. And, uh, I, I, man, I'd say probably 95% of my friends either go to NEPA or used to go to NEPA or are CrossFitters in other gyms, um, that I've met over the last, you know, however many years. So, um, yeah, I mean the, the community and, and I've heard it time and time again, over and over and over, you know, people joke around like after a hard workout, like, man, I don't even know why I come here anymore. Ha ha. And then, and then they always say, you know, it's because of the community. It's because of the people you see, you know, you walk in the gym and you, you know, you say hi to, you know, the same person that, you know, that comes in every night at the same time. And you, you know, talk about what's going on in their life. And it's, it's, it's a huge part of why you go to, uh, you know, a CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. I agree. Couldn't agree more there. Um, and, and another thing too, you know, if people say CrossFit's not for them or, or anything, so daily they have a, a structured workout, but most gyms and, you know, I'm going to focus on ours the most is the, the equipment's open, um, almost for like an open gym for you to kind of do your own thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I, myself, I'm running the Scranton half marathon in a couple weeks. So my training is going to be different than maybe someone doing the CrossFit open or, or someone who could qualify for the games or, someone who is more on a, a powerlifting cycle or something like that. So you can't think of CrossFit as just kind of one, um, you know, one modality, I guess it would be. I know CrossFit has, I think it's 10 modalities in that. Um, but on top of what Kyle was saying to a family, um, there's a 5k this weekend and I reached out to some people at the gym and, and we, we might run it together. Uh, still trying to talk to some people into that half marathon, but that's a little bit bigger fish to fry. Um, <laughs> than anything. Um, and, and one thing you, we haven't talked about really the, the health aspect of it and, and, and how good it is, especially with COVID. Um, you know, I know it, it's w- when we closed down for a couple weeks, it was kind of brutal and, you know, you, you don't want to go, you know, dive too deep into that, but, you know, maybe counterproductive of having gyms closed, um, whether it be a social aspect of it or, you know, or mental health or, or physical health. But, um, you know, my thought is whether it be CrossFit, whether it be Orange Theory, whether it be Crunch Fitness, you know, find something you love, find people with the same mentality or, or push you to be more um, and, and, and kind of stick with it. You know, Kyle, if, if anyone was saying, hey, I want to come to you to privates, what should I expect? Or, or I want to go to, you know, try CrossFit gym out. What question should I ask or, or what should I look for when doing that? Yeah. So, I mean, um, I, I totally agree with you as far as, you know, you know, when you come to the gym, I could have a, you know, when I used to coach classes, I could have a a class of 20 people and they could all be doing 20 different variations of the same workout. You know what I mean? So it's not like you're going to come into the gym and there's a workout on the board and it has, you know, 200 pound power cleans. And if you're, you know, a a single mother that just decided to start CrossFit, well, you know, you got to do that. Like, no, like there's, you know, there's, there's variations. If you have injuries, if you have certain skill levels, you know, that's where CrossFit, the term in CrossFit is universal scalability, right? I can take 20 distinctly different people, put them in the same class, give them variations of the same workout. Everybody can get a great workout and be done in an hour. And that's really what CrossFit has been about since CrossFit started. Um, and, and to go back to what you were saying about the health thing, I mean, I think COVID was a perfect, um, you know, explanation of why 
health and fitness is important. You know, you don't realize you need it until you really need it. Um, and I mean, even during COVID, I mean, I had, I had a knee surgery at the pretty much the same time during COVID and, um, my fitness was lacking big time. And, um, I, I really recognized how important the fitness was. Cause it was the first time in a long time where I was really out of shape. Like, you know, I couldn't do the workouts like I wanted to really couldn't be in the gym, you know? So it was, it was a time where, I couldn't wait for it to be over. I couldn't wait to be back in the gym, you know, working out again. And um, not just for, you know, health to stay, you know, healthy for health's sake, but also mentally, um, you know, doing work, you know, for my job, I'm talking to people all day. Um, you know, I'm doing, I'm running numbers on houses and stuff like that. It's so much easier to do that job when you're healthy and you're feeling good. If you're not feeling healthy and you're feeling, you know, sluggish and it, it just makes the day so much harder. And if you're, somebody who doesn't normally work out, if you start a CrossFit regimen or any fitness regimen, really, and I've heard this a million times over the years, you're going to notice a huge uptick in energy and focus and stuff like that. That really just, you know, it, it makes your day easier. It makes you better at your job. Um, you know, I hate to say it, you know, it's, it's kind of magic, but fitness can really, you know, be a, a magic cure-all for uh, a lot of ills in your life. Yeah. And, uh, well, it changed my life. I found my wife through CrossFit kind of your <laughs> fault on that one, but I guess that that's a good thing. Um, no, no, that's great. And guys, this isn't a, you know, an ad for CrossFit or anything. It, it, it's just, um, you know, with, with how important fitness is in our lives. Um, and, and not just for health, you know, for, for, for physical, for mental. And that's kind of what, um, I brought Kyle on for because he was the, the first episode. Um, and, we're trying to get a focus and I'm going to have Kyle on a lot more. We didn't do a lot about his real estate. We actually didn't touch it at all. Um, I want to bring him and his boss on at another time. Um, but other things you're going to see from us, um, anything from now I want to go on the diet. So I have a couple people I want to bring on for your diet. Uh, I want to bring on um, insurance salesmen just because I know people don't like insurance salesmen. And I want to talk to them and, and, and see misconceptions about what they have in their day to day and in what people think they have um, landscaping guys, you know, you need to keep your house up to date drainage. You know, we have a big drainage issue going on now. What questions do I have to ask this landscaping guy that comes so he doesn't get me out of, you know, $10,000 worth of drainage. I don't need construction roofers, event planners. Uh, another thing too, that they, they kind of butt heads. Uh, I'm going to see if will it will, if you do listen to this, I'm, I'm coming after you, uh, physical therapists and chiropractors, you know, kind of have them go back and forth. Um, some misconceptions about what they have, what, what services they offer and, and, and what that, what that might be. Um, and then another thing, Kyle, one last question for you and, um, a little bit of background before I do this. Um, as I get older, the more I'm interested in, the weirder tasks or skills people do. So I, I didn't, I didn't ask you this one yet, but you know, growing up, if, if someone had a weird talent or something, I was kind of like pushed off by them, but the older I get, the more I'm intrigued by it. So is there any like quirk or weird collection or hobby that you have that, that you want to share? Yeah. So you can see a little bit of it behind me. If I can point right over, where's my camera right over here. Um, I, I love books love books um hardcover soft cover not digital i hate digital i do love audio books i listen to in my car 
pretty much any time I'm in my car, um, I have AirPods in. Don't know if that's legal or not, but I do it anyway. Um, so I'm always listening to an audio book if I'm in the car. Um, I have, I don't even know how many books, hundreds if not thousands of books. Um, I, I, I don't know when I started, maybe high school, started collecting books. Um, just didn't really like reading books when I had to for school. But then I started kind of reading them on my own, and then I just really got into um, reading, and I love it. Probably read every day. Um, mostly nonfiction for the most part, um, but I have I have read some of the you know fiction or novels or classics and stuff like that. Um, but mo- I'd say ninety percent or more nonfiction um, biographies, um, business books, stuff like that. So. Uh, my wife is not happy when we move from house to house because uh, 90% of the weight is in books and she does not love them, but uh, they're my babies, so they stay with me. <laughs> um, actually, I had a honeymoon this year and, and Kyle loaned me four books um, that I've read one of so far. Um, <laughs> Kyle, here's a, a funny one. Um, so you said about the the AirPods. Uh, I do have police on here as a topic. I want to bring somebody on. So Phil or Rob, who do you think I should ask? You know what? If I mean, if you really want your your ratings to go up, have them on at the same time. <laughs> yeah, for those see if we can make that uh, work. Rob or two of our really good friends who are both state troopers, um, great great guys. But yeah, I think I think both at the same time would be. I mean, I I'd, I'd be the first one listening. It'd be it'd with be, with you. You I mean, have you on as a co-host for that one? Oh, I would love to. I yeah. would love to. Great. <laughs> But no, so that's all I have. Um, Kyle, I want to thank you for coming on today. Um, guys, please, uh, please, you know, like and follow. I hope everybody had a great time today. We learned a little bit about Kyle. There's a lot more to learn about him. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot more he's willing to talk about. So he will definitely be back in the future. Um, but thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to the podcast. You could reach out to me on Instagram at Cluck of All Trades. With ideas of future episodes, like I said, I'm building a list right now, and hopefully we have more in the future. But Kyle, thanks again, and I'll probably see you at the gym in the next couple days. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, John. I hope this uh, blows up like Rogan's uh, podcast, and I can say I was the first one on here. That'd be great. I I could use a little bit better equipment than a $300 computer we're recording on now, so that'd be good. His 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 early episodes were uh, were pretty rough too. So yeah. So, Joe, if you hear this, uh, Mr. Rogan, you could send us one of your old computers. We'll be, we'll be greatly appreciated. <laughs>